Pants. And that time, I am Daniel Tench, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Zach Sarah. How are you doing tonight, Zach? I'm doing outstanding, Coach. How are you doing, sir? Hey, doing pretty good. Glad to be back on the podcast. Uh, appreciate you and Coach Welker helping me out there. It's been a little bit for me, but, you know, softball's got me absolutely covered up. You guys did a great job with the AAA recap, and I'm excited to be back here to talk about a little double-A single-A with you. How's that sound? Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, we'll discuss the uh, biggest headlines and, and storylines uh, that uh, that came about from the Double uh, A Single A State Tournament. Hey, it works for me, man. I, I thought it was a really good tournament. I had a lot of fun being down there. Uh, got to see some really, really good wrestling. Um, so, I mean, let's just get rolling. You want to start with awards first? You want to talk about wrestlers first? Where do you want to go here? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk awards. You know, we can start off with the Double A. Uh, you know, you have the Point Pleasant. Uh, you know, coming away with their third in a row, their sixth overall. Uh, Coach Bonecutter with the with the coach of the year. You know that was pretty well expected. Um, you know, it was about a foregone conclusion that that point would would win Double A this year. Right. Uh, you know, going into the season. Um, you know, so congratulations to Coach Bonecutter and his boys. You know, they showed up to wrestle and, and took care of business uh, on the mat. Uh, yeah, but I, I can play the state tournament. I can play devil's advocate if you want me to. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, well, you know, it's not, you know, you don't always have to give the coach of the year to the state champs. And like yeah. you said, it was somewhat of a foregone conclusion who was going to win it this year. So I could have seen an argument for maybe a Fairmont senior uh, champ or coach of the year there. They had a pretty solid tournament, you know, came away with second. Um, I mean, it's hard to argue against Coach Burncutter with how well everybody wrestled again. But, you know, it it doesn't always happen that way. It wasn't that many years ago that AAA, I think it was Coach Smith's first year, that he he actually didn't get the Coach of the Year. So I could have seen it. You know, we saw that. But then you look at single A. Single A didn't give it to the champ, even though the champ was very deserving of Coach of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Tim Jones from Cameron came away with Coach of the Year uh, on the single A side, despite uh, Moorfield walking away uh, as the team champion. Tight, tight, um, tight race yeah. too. And Cameron doubled up as well. You know, with with Ian Bush uh, walking away as the single A most outstanding wrestler. So, oh yeah, they just they're called the accolades, and Bush wrestled a heck of a tournament. You know, I could have absolutely seen, and we talked about this podcast number one uh, when we were talking about the rankings and. You know, triple A and double A, and we don't want to discredit anybody, but we're going to be pretty well straightforward and call a spade a spade here because, you know, it's our podcast. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I did say that there was no way that I thought single A was going to end like that in any way, shape, or form. And boy, nailed that on the head. Uh, I honestly thought I was looking at the scores, I was looking at the brackets. I'm like, man, Cameron's got a shot here. They got a shot to, like, legit come out of nowhere and walk away with the entire thing. Uh, but Moorfield, bonus point victory, right? They won yeah, by yeah. half a point. Won by half a point. Yeah, so, you know, it was really, really tight uh, right there for Moorfield to get the dub. And, you know, Cameron wrestled well. They, they showed up. They showed up. I thought single A represented actually quite well uh, at the state tournament as a whole. Oh yeah, I agree. A lot of great, a lot of great single A wrestling there. So right, and then of course that takes us to the Mo, four timer Blake Boyers, 
definitely deserving of accolades. So I guess it's time to finally kind of rattle the cage here because we've kind of been as PC as humanly possible for quite some time. So I guess like full unadulterated opinions are time time to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's time for so, it, so so might as well. Um, I I just I'm kind of surprised he got the mo. I'm surprised he got the mo um, because AAA didn't return the favor to Kiecho. That's that's correct. They gave the the mo to Ethan Hardy, who probably uh, who was the best wrestler. Deserving. Yeah, hundred percent deserving. Looked the best at the AAA state tournament. Uh, so I think, you know, the AAA coaches got it right. Oh, I agree. It's just because you're a four-timer doesn't mean you wrestled the best that weekend. And I sit here and uh, let's take uh, Bush, for example. He won the Mo in single A. Pen, 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 pen. Yeah. Well, double A had a kid do the same thing, and he didn't get the Mo. As a yeah, state Mitchell champion. Freeman. Mitchell yeah. Freeman pinned his way through, uh, you know, completely dominant. Uh, you know, through his double A state tournament, you know, I thought had a, a real outstanding case uh, for the most outstanding wrestler award. Um, you know, you could also look at a Chris Smith, uh, gave up no points throughout the course of the tournament. Uh, you know, also very impressive. So, you know, that's two guys right there. I feel like, you know, could have made a case. Is there anybody that kind of stuck out to you? Yes. Uh, My goodness. You want some? I'll give you yeah, let's some. Hear let's hear it. Coach. Okay. How about, all right, let's just go ahead and toot the horn here. Beep, beep. We nailed a lot of our preview. Let's start with the boy you reminded everybody to keep an eye on. Purdue comes in 2-0 and and wins the daggone thing. Yeah. With a 10-1 major in the finals. Yeah. Against the previously ranked number one, Boland. And, yep. and, and mind you, Boland went through Carpenter and Wood to get there. So yep. it's not like Purdue's going in there against the scrub. We're talking about yeah. a wide open oh, yeah. great weight class. Kid comes in with two matches. You're telling me that kid don't deserve in the conversation of Mo? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I can almost go. I mean, there's so many kids that wrestled super well. Parker Henderson beat a state champ in the semifinals and then yeah. pins his way in the finals. Uh, you got. Three three timers with Short, Rake, and Barty, all of which can make a case because Short again wrestled incredibly well. Uh, yeah, no disrespect. Barty and Rake uh, tech fall in the finals. Uh, both yeah. those guys. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean to me, you know, like I said, congratulations to to Boyers. Uh, you know, awesome accomplishment joining the elite uh, four time state championship club. But you know, does that mean you the most? Does that mean you wrestled the best? Yeah, four two semifinal over work, um, and then you know a, a three nothing uh, decision over Freeman uh, in the finals. You know I don't necessarily uh, agree uh, with the double A coaches that that was deserving of the mo, but you know that's my opinion. So, what about, like what said, about Peyton Thompson going through the gauntlet of one seventy that we previewed yeah. so hard? Yeah, that was a that was a that was a dog fight of a weight class. Yeah, I mean, and again, you know, that was one of the five that I said could win it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think there could have been six or seven, honestly, depending on, you know, the day. You, you wrestle that tournament six or seven times, I think you get a winner almost every 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 single time. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But, you know, no, no disrespect, but I don't necessarily think that was the most outstanding wrestler yeah. that weekend. Or that I keep saying weekend. I've been doing this. I'm so yeah. stuck in the normal wrestling <laughs> mode. It wasn't the weekend. It was a Wednesday, Thursday. It was yeah. Wednesday Thursday, and it was still good yeah. wrestling. Was, I, you know what? And I wouldn't care if they kept it separated every year. I liked that. You know, I really liked it because 
I felt like it, it, it gave more attention, especially to the finals, uh, you know. Yeah, one match. For those kids, it's one match. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to have, to have the crowd uh, going back and forth. All the attention can be paid uh, to, you know, the two young men uh, that yeah. were doing battle and going It was easier it, to you know, follow. State title. It was much easier to follow, yes. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I personally liked it that way. Yeah, because when I hear certain names, no matter what division you're in, I'm gonna watch you wrestle. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can be missing other great, ma- excuse me, other great matches. Now I'll tell you this: I'll, I will do this for Boyers. I'll do this. I will say, had Judah Price wrestled, I would 100 percent agree he gets the mo. If he I'll wins that, that match, if he wins that match, right? If he wins, I I personally, and I think everybody kind of sensed it over the last few weeks. Like, I've been high on Price for a while. I think Price was the best 138 in the state, personally. Uh, I would personally agree with you there. Personally, I think that kid uh, was on pace to be a three-timer, and he was going to go through a three-timer to get there. I really think that's the type of season he was having, especially late. And if you just compare scores, you know, his his match with Freeman was a lot different. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you can't yeah, compare was. scores. I understand. No, it, styles make matchups. It is what it is. Styles make know. matchups. Yeah. Like, for example, t- touching back on uh, Felix, uh, another good call of ours up there in the AAA 132. You know, stylistically, he can't beat Smith or didn't beat Smith. Uh, or he did beat Smith, I should say. He did beat Smith, but he, yeah. But he, he, he can't beat the guy that Smith beats. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just one of those yeah, things. Right. It's it Styles make matchups. So maybe Boyer style is a nightmare for Price. Absolutely possible. But if I had to pick a horse at 132 or 138 this year, I would have picked I'd have picked Judah. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm in agreement there. So, you know, ultimately the, the, the biggest uh storyline of that whole situation is, you know, just the fact that, that Judah was robbed of the opportunity uh to compete. Yeah, from what we've been told, it, it doesn't sound like it was necessarily CDC guidelines. Yeah, to me, from what I've heard, like I said, this is hearsay, but... Uh, well, this is from family, falls, though. You talked yeah, about it. Falls, falls on uh, administration and, and, and the Board of Education. So, you know, if, and if that's the case, then, you know, they should be uh, ashamed of themselves. Um, for taking that opportunity away from 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 uh, from a from a student and his teammates as well, because he had teammates that did not get to participate in the state term as well. So, and you just hate seeing. And what really sucked about it, and I, I get it. You know, I get fighting tooth and now to get your kid there, but you know, we had a chance to fill those holes. Yeah, and I just think it looks so bad seeing forfeits at the state oh, yeah. tournament. Especially at the state tournament, yeah. There's no need for it. I hate seeing it, you know. It kind of is what it is, though. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I saw well, the board well, the big well, discussion. Like, do we need to have three tournaments? Like, we can't fill two. Yeah, we can't fill two. Yeah. Well, while we're on that on that note, uh, McCandle Freeman, uh, you know, with all that happening for the second year in a row, did not have a first round match uh, because of that. What are the odds? You know that 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 affects him twice. Can you uh, believe he beat forfeit two straight years? That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, you would think Forfeit would figure out that matchup a little better. <laughs> you would think so, but like I said, that's just a shame, though. I mean, you know, to see that at the state tournament. So. Yeah, and it's not a knock on the Freeman either. I, Freeman was a very deserving finalist, but they did match up, and it didn't go Freeman's way. Yeah. So if you had to look at it based on what we know, you know, I thought Price was a 
Yeah, I thought, you know, it sucks. The whole thing sucks. Just like AAA, you know, Summer's not being there at heavyweight. You know, he, he, he beat the champ 9-2, to two and yeah. he's not there. Like, come on. It sucks. This, this year, the whole thing sucks. I'm so ready for this to be over so we can get back to wrestling, wrestling, and just normal and get the best out there every single weekend. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It is what it is, unfortunately. But there were some other cool things that happened uh, at the state tournament. Uh, a lot of family members representing, like a lot of siblings and cousins. and uh, Like the double-A single-A was just loaded with the same family out there multiple times. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a little family affair there at the state tournament. Uh, you kicked things off with, with the Purdue's, uh, you know, uh, Dylan and, and Bryce. Uh, you had the Freemans. Uh, both of those guys finaling, uh, the Castos, you know, and then the Thompsons, as you mentioned, cousins, I believe they're cousins. Uh, yeah, I think they're yeah. cousins. That, that's what I was told. Now, like I said, could be wrong. Um, but, you know, what, what are the odds of that happening, you know, uh, at the state tournament? You know what I'm saying? I thought that was, I thought that that was really That has to be the really most cool. set of siblings to ever final. I was, trying to think to of, I was trying to think of any recent memory of, of that happening. I couldn't really think of it any. Uh, but I'd like to go back and do some research on that, though. Well, the last set of siblings that I know were in there together were the Fishers, right? Yeah, the Fishers would have been the ones that I could think of. And was that, that senior frat? Well, well, did they both final that year? They might not have. I'd have to go back and look, Big Dan. I can't remember right offhand. But, but yeah, that you know, it, it's just crazy for that to happen uh, in one weekend. So, I mean, you all the time have, you know, siblings final a couple years after the fact and you know on down the line but but for all that to happen uh in the same state tournament like i said pretty cool in my opinion well and the shorts sent all three of their boys yep they all qualified yeah now the younger two you know freshmen got stuck in that hammer of a 106 and 113 bracket but big brother walks away undefeated for his career at the state tournament you know three-timer uh, never lost a match in Huntington. Same, similar situation with Henderson. Henderson never lost a match at the state tournament. He was yeah. two for two getting there. And for those that forget why he's only been there twice, uh, because he was uh, Short's backup. Yeah. And Freeman, they were all three in the same weight class at 106. Yeah, they took Man. one, two, three at WSAZs. Yeah, that's I know that's never happened. And that's insane to think about. But, yeah, you know. That's, yeah, and you mentioned the Castos, man. I thought uh, I thought Colton was gonna pull the upset special over Brown there at the heavyweight. Wrestled a great yeah. match, and then hey, kudos to Brown though. Yeah, he was oh, yeah. a kid digging deep, man, overcoming that deficit in the third, and what a freaking man child that kid is holy cow he is an absolute specimen that is a hundred percent he is a grown man yes he is (laughs) his legs are huge yeah on top of the rest of his upper body the kid's a monster of a kid kind of makes me wonder how he got to 220 last year yeah i don't know i don't know that's like i said he is he is an athlete he is uh well put together, young man. So, well, I'll say well, this: uh, you, you know what? A little bit of motivation to get to two twenty would be Zach Frazier. That? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's that very that would point. sweeten the pot to cut the weight. Yes, yes, and indeed, it paid off for him. You know, walked away a two time 
uh, state champion. Uh, you know, congratulations to him for an outstanding career there. So yeah, lots of and you know what's cool, like there's a you know we now now we got Purdue. You know, Purdue has set himself up. He's you know now he's officially on pace to be a four timer. Yep. Uh, you got Rake and Barty, who will be the first teammates uh, of the same graduating class to be four timers if they continue their pace. Boyer's just got his fourth. Yep. So you're starting to see a run of dominance, so to speak. Uh, you're starting to see a lot more freshmen win it, uh, a lot more kids that are pretty much year-round mm-hmm. with this stuff. So it's it's kind of cool to start seeing that. We're starting to see a lot more four-timers than we used to. Oh, yeah. Well, we touched on that in the AAA episode as well uh, with Moses Eves and Gage Wright winning as freshmen. Uh, and then, you know, Eric Brothers uh, is on pace for four times. Yeah, he's a two-timer already. So, so that's pretty cool to see that that run of dominance across the the gamut there, you know, in AA and AAA. Uh, pretty cool for the state, you know, for those guys. But, they, you know, it's well-deserved that those guys are working and busting their butts uh, year-round. So, Yeah, there, you know what? There is a scenario in AAA, I'm going to touch on this, where you could potentially – Get Edge Brothers and Summers all in the same weight class their senior year. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a heck of a tournament to go to then? Yeah, that'd be that'd be very impressive. Yeah, I'd be thrilled to go see, to go see those because they're all big kids and they're mm-hmm. all getting bigger and they're all just animals up there. So it is what it is right now in terms of uh, those kids on pace. You know, we can't really make a. Prediction for next year, but I'd say two of those are safe bets uh, with the way they handled their finals. They each teched in the finals, did they not? I think so. Yeah, yeah, both, yeah, both came away with tech falls. Uh, very impressive showings. And, you know, both nationally ranked wrestlers, um, you know, outstanding, outstanding wrestling from those guys. Oh, absolutely. And it kind of makes you wonder now, looking at the team aspects, you know, point pretty senior heavy. Uh, more senior heavy than normal. Uh, they got what two champs, three champs that were seniors. Uh, they got a runner up that was a senior and a sixth place that was a senior. So, do you think it's, it's going to be a, a situation where someone can cut the distance? Well, just by just by you know what's being lost, I feel like the, the field has an opportunity. Uh, to catch up, so to speak, but you know they're just going to reload. I mean, you have uh, Gunnar Andrick uh, and Josh Woyan coming in. You know, you have guys that are sitting uh, sitting around waiting to to make the lineup. Uh, you know, and we've seen in the past we have guys like like you said, Parker Henderson. Yeah, uh, broke the lineup and walks away as a two times a champion for his career. Uh, so you know, like I said, I think I think the field can definitely close in some. Um, but you know. Coach that's Bunkutter. a lot of points. That's a lot yeah, of points. Yeah, that is a lot of points. That is a lot of points. But, you know, Coach Bonecutter, uh, all those returning guys are, you know, they were right in the, in the wrestling room the next day uh, getting back on the grind. And, uh, like I said, you got some some very talented uh, freshmen coming in there as well. Well, shoot, so, some of them the next day, some of them were down at Nationals. I know Rake All-American. Yeah. He yeah, lost to the defending national champ in the semis. Uh, went ahead and had the injury default out. Didn't want to risk injury. Uh, to that uh, I don't remember what got hurt, but I know there's a couple of college coaches down there that said good decision. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, short, I think he won five matches or something crazy. 
four or five matches and just missed All-American. So some of those kids were on the mat the next day wrestling for keeps. Yeah, and, you know, we had – there was a slew of wrestlers uh, from around the state that, that placed. Uh, Stevie Mitchell and, and uh, Charlie Tamron both placed. Uh, um, on Willing Park's side, you had uh, – I'm trying to think. Uh, Dakota Hagedorn, uh, Patrick Jackson, Elijah Edge, also Eric Brothers. Uh, you know, they placed in the sophomore nationals. Uh, freshman from Oak Hill, Colton Naylor, uh, seventh place. Um Zoe Sammons at uh, uh, 103 for the girls, placed fourth. And we actually had a national champion uh, in Lorelai Smith from Calvin Midland. Uh, so, you know, that's very, very impressive. That's awesome uh, to see that. And it's great to see all those, all those wrestlers uh, making the trip down to Virginia Beach uh, right after the state tournament. So Yeah, that's a lot of commitment, putting in the time and keeping your weight down too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because that's, that's not fun, especially late in the season like that. So – yeah, it's, it's good to see so many kids out there uh, really sort of branching out and uh, testing themselves on the on the national level, which is what you got to have. Oh, yeah. Now, Big Dan, I don't, sorry to interrupt you. I was thinking I, I kind of touched on these numbers in the last episode. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it or not. Uh, but, you know, I like numbers, like looking at seeing, you know, what's, what's coming back. Uh, five of the 14 champs return, okay? Right. Um, half of the returning runner-ups uh, – or half the runner-ups will be returning, seven of the 14. Uh, and then as far as placers go, uh, we lose 25 to graduation. Right. And we return 31. So, you know, there's a lot of room in the field there. Um, yeah, for, some, you know, for someone's going to take that spot. Yeah. So, double-A, single-A will be – you know, very interesting. Triple uh, A was a little more, um, a little more full. You know, they had forty returning uh, places. They had all fourteen runner ups coming back, and I believe six of the champs. So that's, you know, that's, trip, that's trip a, a little more set. But you know, like I said, Double A, the field it's wide open. So okay, now I've been waiting all episode to do this, so I'm going to do it now. We talked about all the champions and great stories and all this good stuff. I'm going to tell you my favorite storyline from the state tournament. Okay. 182 Colton Moore Jr. Braxton County. Yep. Loses by fall to Burdett in round one. Mm -hmm. Battles back and gets fifth. Now I'm going to sweeten the pot for you. He's wrestling Daniels, Conso Semis. He's up four. He's up six to two with like 26 ticks left. He was 26 seconds away and one five-point move away from wrestling for third place after losing round one. Yeah. Love that. And I still cannot believe he tied up. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. it happens. You know, he's, yeah, it does. He's dead. T- I mean, think about it. He has wrestled one, two, three. That was his fourth match just to get there. He just battled in the blood round. And he's up He's up four, probably feeling good. Just one of those momentary. Uh, of yeah, I, yeah. just, <laughs> I think I got this. Oh, no. Why am I on my yeah. back? Uh, and kudos to Daniels to wrestling uh, until to the, the final. Yeah. yeah. You know, he had a chance there in the semis to pull the upset on Anderson, too. Yeah. It was actually dangerously close uh, 
in the semis. I think he lost by one. But yeah, I want to shout out some more, man. That's like the grinder award for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, it is definitely like that. I would give him the grinder of the year for that effort. It, it does. I mean, it happens every year, but not a lot. And I just happened. Yeah. He caught my attention. I was like, man, where did this kid lose? And I went back to the bracket. I was like, oh my god, he lost round one. Mm-hmm. Here he is. Yep, battled his way back through. So and, kudos and he, to him. He finished with a fifth place finish. You know, that's awesome. That's good for that kid. And oh, yeah, good for great. you. Yep, I agree. I love seeing that sort of stuff. Well, a lot of kids, you know, they lose and it's just they put head down and they're done, you know. But Especially chose, round one. Yeah, he chose to, you know, pull Rise his pants up. back up and, you know, back at it and take care of business. And he did. So, you know, walked away with a fifth place finish there. So. All right, real quick, I'm going to do it. <laughs> you want to rattle some cages and say controversial stuff, let's do it right now. Tomorrow morning's supposed to be the Dutton Award coming out, right? Yep. Tomorrow morning, all right. Who's going to win it, and who do you think should win it? Oh, well, I'll first tell you who I think should win it. Okay. I think it should be Justin Barty. Okay. Who do I think wins it? I think it will be Kyocho. I, 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 I mean, both your answers are pretty spot on. I think it's going to be Kyocho. I'm pretty sure it's a Parkersburg Award. I think their paper does it, don't they? Yeah, the part is is sponsored by the uh, by the Daily Sentinel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so you'd have to imagine there might be a little bit of an edge there, but you know, yeah, if you're going to give it to Kyocho, you got to argue about the kid that beat him. Yeah, I mean, you got the head-to-head there, and uh, Matt Wright brought to my attention in the past there has been winners that lost head-to-head in the same weight class uh, and did not walk away, or did walk away with with the um, they with still, they walked away with the Dutton, uh, you know. They still got the Dutton, even though yeah, they still lost got the Dutton, to yeah. an in-state kid in the same weight class. I was just saying, yeah, 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 and they, they, let's 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 just. Do this first, like Kyoto, incredibly deserving. He has shown up at the big tournaments, Pirate Ironman. You know, he's got, the, he's definitely got the resume uh, to be the Dutton Award winner for sure. Um, if we were going to say it's just the senior award, which it tends to be, but obviously when kids like Brax and Amos exist, you know, it's hard, it's hard to not give it to him. As a junior, yeah, you know, one, one as a junior and deservedly so. Oh, dude, that, that was listen. I argued. You could go back and find my post. I think on the mat, I argued as a sophomore the kid should win it. Yep. Like there was no doubt about it. That kid was the best in the state. So, if I was going just senior award, ugh, I mean between Kyocho and Short, I don't think you can be wrong. I really yeah. don't. I think either one of those two deserve it. But I, I kind of agree with you. If we're going to give it to Kyocho, Barty would get it. Uh, In my book, anyways. I mean, you know, yeah. head-to-head. Got the head-to-head win. Uh, you know, Justin is nationally ranked. Uh, was an NHSCA uh, runner-up. Yeah. You know, so to me, I mean, like I said, the award reads uh, that it goes to the best wrestler in the state. Not the best senior, not who has just, you know, the, the best season. Uh, it goes to the best wrestler in the state. And to me, you know, that would be Justin Barty. Like I said, just my opinion, you know, you're allowed to agree. You're allowed to disagree. I respect your opinion. 
Uh, I respect, you know, anyone else's listening at home opinion, but that's, you know, that's where I'm at with it. So Yeah, I asked you the question, so you have yeah. to answer. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I there's lots, in. but there's, you're right. Like, you know, it's not a freshman award, but obviously Wright would be in the discussion. Kids great. Right. Yeah, Gage Wright would have to be in But, the you know, he's a freshman. I don't think, I mean, it would take a ridiculous, ridiculous freshman. Like, if, if Braxton Amos don't win it as a sophomore, then Wright can't win it as a freshman. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's a fair argument, I think. But like I said, you know, you know what I mean? Because Braxton Amos. But as far is just... as if you're just going true, you know, true, um, you know, best wrestler in the state, like I said, Gage would have to at least be on uh, someone's voting board, in my opinion. If he's not, I think you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think, I think you're crazy. I uh, agree. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to have this discussion another time. So we'll leave it at that. That'll wrap up the double A single A review state tournament, and a little bit of a preview for next year, and a little bit of argument, arguing about who's the best, which is why we do it, just sit here and argue with yeah. each other. Well, and like you said, we, we'll, we will follow up uh, the Dutton award announcement with a Dutton. And, and, hey, we still got to talk about Braxton and his monster showing last weekend. Yeah. So, so we got a lot to talk about still. Yeah. So stay until next time, folks, we'll be back. Uh, probably not as regular as we were in the season, but stick around. We'll be talking a lot more wrestling. Thanks for joining us. I'm Daniel Tinch. And I'm Zach Sayer. We'll see you guys later.